On this week's episode, Jess and I celebrate Goodwill Talk turning 16, and we talk about five different ways you can keep your kids plugged in after VBS is over. All this and more on this week's episode of Goodwill Talk. So Goodwill Talk turns 16 today, Jess. Sweet 16. What do you remember your sweet 16? Um, no, I remember I had, I believe, a stomach bug. On your sweet 16? I just remember, like, I don't really remember having a birthday party, like a big birthday party, and I do remember being sick. I don't remember my I don't remember my 16th birthday at all. I don't remember at all. I was thinking about it today. I'm going, I don't remember. Oh, you just have no recollection. I I was in turn like no (laughs) memory. I have no memory of it because you know we went skydiving and I got knocked unconscious. No. If you got knocked unconscious while skydiving, I doubt you're still here because that meant you hit pretty hard. Like maybe you just banged your head on the way down or something. On what? I don't know. Like, did you not jump off the platform far enough or something? Listen, I don't know. I don't do these things. Hold on. I'm not exciting. If you jumped out of a plane, hit your head. To the point where you can't... My mind was thinking bungee jumping. Oh, that's different than skydiving. Yeah. Those are different activities. I don't do either of those things. Neither do I. I'm not a heights person. (laughs) Anyway, so you just... It was not memorable. And that's why you have no recollection. I have no recollection. Oh, that's funny. I can't remember any of my birthdays. I'm sure I had a party of some sort, but like certainly not... No idea. You know, when people get invited to a sweet 16 in our current age and it's like a mini wedding. Like there... I think that sweet 16s have like escalated to like quinceanera level right that's and, exactly and that's fine and that's fine i don't i don't really have a problem with that i just that was not my sweet 16 experience well, and not only do i not i mean i don't have a problem with it but i hope my kids aren't expecting it <laughs> like if you wanted a quinceanera you should have had a quinceanera but a sweet 16 is gonna <laughs> and be and you're gonna tell them that like, after they've turned 15 right. so that yeah, there's no going like, back nah, sorry you, sorry you missed, missed that um, shucks should have anticipated that one here's a gift card to go to the mall <laughs> That's going to be your, that's your sweet 16. Enjoy, you know, enjoy food court food. Happy birthday. You're mean. You'll do something for I'll do them. something. I don't, but I just, sweet 16 is this made up thing. To me, it doesn't need it's to. It's a completely made up thing. I don't know what it is. To me, it just needs to be like memorable. It doesn't need to be necessarily grand, just can, a memory. Can we, can we make this, can we make this really deep for a second? Is this because our can culture, <laughs> is this because our culture has no more of these like rituals of becoming a man, becoming a woman? So we create these fake things to fill in the void. I don't, I don't think it's. <laughs> Sorry, was that a conversation killer? Of a I'm cousin? not prepared for that. No, you know, no, like I think we have such like an extended adolescence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we are tweens. Until you're like in your mid twenties, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, I mean, I was probably just as as guilty of this as like, yeah. you know, your, my mom still does my laundry sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> like she'll come over or like, you know, she'll drop the kids off and we'll walk in the house and be like, the laundry fairy visited. Yeah. So you yeah. know, like you have this extended like being cared for and nurtured, like well, like 10, 15 years longer than generations before us. Sure. And so I don't know if it's part of the like for moms and dads to like psychologically say like, all right, now I need to start like maybe starting to look at my kid as an adult mm. instead of back mm. then, like at 16, like you want to go get a job and get married? Like go, go for that. Right, this right. is the perfect time to start your adult life. Thing. And now it's like, all right, well now you can, you know, maybe cross the road by yourself. <laughs> and you know, like, like now you're old <laughs> enough. You can 
maybe walk down to Stewart's, but be really careful crossing the road. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Like, and I can find myself, you know, my, our kids are 12. Yeah. They'll, you know, be 13 in, in the next few months. And like, I don't see her as almost an adult, but she is almost an adult. She's five years away, man. Yeah. Like it's, it's close. Yeah. And so it's like recalibrating your, your thinking mm-hmm. to like a little bit against culture. You got to prepare them to be able to like stand up by themselves a little bit. Yeah. But preparation is the big part of it. It is. And it is society and school isn't necessarily preparing them for that. And I'm not sure how to like overcome that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there are also things like in the back of your parenting mind, like don't, don't ruin him. Yeah. <laughs> don't break it too bad. Pay attention to these things. Well, but there's, there, there used to be these, like these moments of oh, you, you're now a man, you're now a woman, you right. become this thing. And, and we don't really have that culturally. Um, yeah. so I was just curious, like, I, I don't know, do other cultures do sweet 16s? Is this just kind of an American thing? Like, I when did this no start? Idea. How did this happen? I'm not prepared. I, what I, have we I, done? I did zero research on that. I've done zero research on this. I'm just asking the question. I'm, I'm curious where this came from. I don't know. And I'm curious where this came from because Goodwill Talk just became 16 and I need to know, like, were we supposed to throw a party? We're not throwing no parties. There's no money for that. Hold on. Does Goodwill, Goodwill Talk deserves like a nice dress. I don't even know. I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> I'm just saying, there, there's a nice dress, a nice party, hors d'oeuvres. Where are my hors d'oeuvres, Jeff? Aren't you one of the producers of this show? Why don't I have hors d'oeuvres? Come I on, man. They brought in donuts this morning. They did. That was nice. I enjoyed the donuts. Should we just say that was our Goodwill Talk celebration? Sure. All right. Thanks for the donuts, sure. VBS. Thank you for the Friday VBS donuts. VBS honored Goodwill Talk by bringing us donuts. Well done. Uh, they definitely did not even think about us when they were purchasing the donuts, which is fine. They shouldn't have. In my own heart, though. Okay. My little heart. It's it for was you. for us. It's all for you. Yep. I like that. Let's get to work. All right, so uh, like we just said, VBS, two weeks worth of VBS we've just done. So Montgomery a couple weeks ago, and then we did three days over in Port Jervis. Uh, Enid is on oxygen somewhere, probably I just surviving. Ho- hopefully taking a well-deserved break. My goodness. I the, can't. It's insane. I can't imagine two weeks of VBS. An absolute wonderful experience for the kids in both of our spots. And so we want to say thank you to Enid and her team that she put together for making it happen. Uh, but here's the thing. You go to VBS, your kids come home, they're amped up, they've been talking about Jesus, they've been learning about him. Uh, Here's the question. How do we help our kids actually keep going in their faith after VBS? Like, what is it that we, what can we do as parents and as, as grandparents and aunts and uncles and friends? How do we come alongside these kids and help them keep going? So that's the question for the podcast. That's the, that's what we're doing today. And um, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to try and be very practical. Probably not going to be all that long today. Trying to yeah. shoot shooting for 30 minutes. I don't think it's going to be that deep either, but I, that's okay. I don't think it, but that's okay. It's that yeah. they're kids. They could, if that's it gets true. too deep, you're going to lose them. That's true. So um, here's what we're doing. We're doing five ways to keep your kids going after VBS. Um, and and Jess, you've got you got a few of them. Sure. I've got an idea here or there. So we'll, we'll throw them out there. Jess, number one, what is one of the five ways that we can keep our kids going after VBS? Um, I think just reviewing the... Um, the Bible points, especially this year's Bible points, mm. I feel like are particular. Like I don't know if it's just because of my place in life. Yeah. Like particularly poignant. Mm, okay. <laughs> that, okay. So this year's uh, Bible points day one was when life feels dark, mm-hmm. shine Jesus' light. Mm-hmm. Um, when people don't get along, shine Jesus' light. 
When good things are happening, shine Jesus' light. When people are sad, shine Jesus' light. And when people need help, shine Jesus' light. That's good. And so like, I don't know if it's just because where I'm at. Yeah. Like I have felt Jesus' light shine in a lot of places mm. because of my church doing these things. Yeah. Um, but so I feel like those, like, I'm probably going to print them and put them on the fridge just so that like as school is starting and like things are going on and you know, like there's always a little bit of bumps in the road now right. he's starting a new school. So I'm sure that there's going to be conversations where like, this just kind of seems like yeah. not that fun Yeah, that, you know, like we can kind of be reminded that it's okay. Right. And we know what to do when we're in these situations. And I, I think th that kind of reinforcement is really good because we do this as adults, right? We'll go to we'll go to church, we'll listen to a sermon, it'll be a great sermon, and then we we don't reinforce this in any way. We don't look back at the notes that we took. We don't didn't take notes, most of us. Mm -hmm. um, we don't listen to it again. We just it kind of evaporates into the ether, and, and it's going to happen for our kids too because they're going to go off in, into the rest of summer. They're going to be hanging out. They're going to be having fun. They're going to be watching their TV shows and be doing the normal things they do. Uh, reinforcing those Bible points with the kids. Great idea. Right. Um, what are some like, so print them out, put them on the, uh, on the fridge. I like that idea. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not so much as like, well, what did we learn on day one? Right. Like it's, it's in real life moments mm. when things are feeling dark, when people aren't getting along, you know, like when you are feeling sad, when you do see someone who needs help, it's, you know, like, how can I, how can I shine Jesus light to someone who's feeling dark? You know, if your kids are coming home yeah. and like somebody at school is struggling, like, all right, well, how can you shine Jesus light? to them or for them. Or, you know, like I see that you're feeling sad. How can I shine Jesus light for you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so like it's in, in real life moments, trying to bring up those Bible points to really help them understand that these aren't just things that happen in church. They're not just things we talk about in church. These are things that help prepare us for real life yeah. with real people. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So that was number one. Uh, Jess, number two way to keep your child engaged. We're doing a little countdown now. Send this them to summer camp. Send them to summer. Get them out of the house. Yeah. for No, no. Send them out to summer camp. All right. Yeah. So I always like, did you go to summer camp? I did go to summer camp a couple times. Yeah. And did you like summer camp? I, I loved, loved summer camp. Yeah. I love summer camp too. It was great. I, I went to a couple different ones. I went to uh, one called the Wachuca Oaks uh, summer camp because they for, have the funniest names always. Well, so this was because the little town is called Wachuca Oaks in Arizona. The Wachuca okay. was a they were a tribe, a, a small tribe in the area. Okay, uh, and then Fort Wachuca is right there as well, and that's a old army fort that's okay. been around forever. So Wachuca Oaks Bible Camp, it was a good time. We did that for a, a couple of years, and then I also went to um, I was part of Awana, and okay. Awana has a summer camp. And I got to go to that a couple times as well, uh, which was a little further away. It was a good time. So, yeah, I did summer camp, I think, four or five times. You know, elementary years. By the time I was getting to, to junior high, I wasn't all that interested in going to summer camp anymore. Yeah. But I think I probably went the same, like maybe six or seven years. Because mm -hmm. I think that we, my first camp I went to was High Y Bai. I don't even know where it was. High Y Bai. High Y Bai. I don't know why it was named that. <laughs> I have very little recollections of it, other than to say that some girl in my tent was from like West Babylon and I was a kid and didn't know anything. And I'm like, you're from Babylon, like in the Bible. Yes. Land and of Shinar, dear. Yeah. Yep. No, <laughs> she was from Long Island, <laughs> but she was, was, she was playing this country girl hard and she was just making like when, as an That's adult, fantastic. I'm like, she was making fun of me the whole week. Yeah. My little country bumpkin friend. She mm -hmm. was like, Oh, this poor little girl. Yeah. She believes up uh, anyway. But I, so I don't really have recollections of, of that. 
I, but I was really young. I probably was in like fifth or sixth grade when I went there. Then our church did um, pioneer clubs. Okay. So I went to Camp Carith, which was just a girls camp. And I like just have such fond memories of being there. I remember getting up like really early and you did like quiet daily devotions. Like you just grabbed your, you know, they gave you a devotion book. So everybody was doing the same thing. Once you like go out under a tree before breakfast, do your devotion. I remember like all of this. Is, I still sing the crazy songs like when we're doing mic checks and they need you to do all things that like click and pop when they're trying to fix it. Like I'll still sing crazy camp songs. That's where I learned how to sing harmonies. Um, was just singing music around the campfire. I like learned how to shoot guns. I mean, I shot guns before, but I like really learned how to be proficient at that Okay. at, at girls camp. Yeah. I like made pottery. I just remember like it being so much fun, but I also remember like it was a place for me to go and like meet other Christians that were not in my church circle. And so, you know, like I feel like as a kid, like especially a kid like I grew up and like our kids are growing up, they're in the church so much that yeah. like most of the Christians they know are just at their church. And so I do think they get a little bit of a, are there really other Christians out there like us? <laughs> right. And so I feel like that was a really yeah. good place for them to be like, oh, this, like this life that I have and this relationship that I have with, with God is, is real. And there's so many other people who have that. Right. And, you know, it's a good place for them to like go and kind of be Christians outside of their Christian bubble. The, um, so your your kids going to camp, your daughter's going to camp. Yeah, in... and Mitch, they're both going oh, to camp. Oh, really? Mitch's going too. Yep, they're going in, in uh not well, actually they're they're probably at camp today. Oh, okay. When All this right, episode cool. is coming out. Yeah. Uh mine just got back. When this episode comes out, mine just she just got back on uh, Saturday, I guess it was. Yeah. And um yeah, so where where do your kids go to camp? They're going to Spruce Lake. Natalie okay, went yeah. for the first time last year. Yeah. And Mitch saw the little video and so he's decided that he had wanted to go. So Okay. Um, I'm sending them there, but they, I mean, Natalie came home from camp and I mean, I don't think that this is like specifically for this camp. I think that like any camp your kid, you're going to sure, send your kid to sure. is going to come home with an experience. Like she was really asking good questions. Good. So like those things that they were stirring up, I mean, like it's for them, it's for kids, yeah. it's for what kids are going through now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think it really speaks to things that, that bother them or questions they have. But I mean, she, she came home and two weeks later was still talking about like things they talked about at camp or things that came up and like just really wanting to kind of go work through those. Yeah. So I, the, uh, I that's money well spent. <laughs> it was a great experience for, for my daughter last year as well. She's going back same place uh, in central Pennsylvania, somewhere orchard Hill, orchard park. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, I should, you should know. Yeah, she know. Uh, but she she went to that. She absolutely loved camp uh, year one. And so we're excited to hear how camp two. I mean, we're recording ahead of time. So she hasn't actually gone yet. But, right. Um, yeah, we're excited about uh, hearing how that went for her. She's she was she's excited about going back and maybe seeing a couple of the same kids that she went with last time, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. And it does reinforce because it's, if you're sending them to a Christian camp like this, um, they're, they're in their Bibles and oh, they're yeah. having great conversations with, with counselors and with leaders and they're going to, they're having good times in worship. Like it's a, it's yeah. a powerful time in there. It can be really formative. So, um, Christian camp ministry is a really cool ministry and I, I, uh, I'm grateful for it. Yeah. And there's local camps too, like yeah. local Christian camps that you can send your kid to. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you can't send them far, you know, it's too much to drive them far away or you're, you're worried right, that you might need right. to be going to pick them up. Mm -hmm. I am a little bit worried about that with Mitch. He well, was like, yeah, Mom, yeah. I'm a little worried at camp because you're not going to be there. And I was like, you're going to be fine. <laughs> you're not even going to. I was like, you're going to be fine. Yep. But 
he is having a little moment. So okay. I was like, I'll right. be prepared my first night. Yeah. Get the phone call. <laughs> so, remind him he's fine. So the first way to do this is to reinforce the Bible points. The second yeah. is to send them away to camp because that's going to really kind of reinforce yeah. some of the stuff in their own souls. What's next after that? Uh, give them VBS music to listen to, like to like let them continue oh, listening to that. Yeah. Or just give them a place. Like I feel like our, our kids, my kids, like they always want something on in the background and it's always TV. Like turn mm. the TV off, yeah. put on music. So I feel like it's always like a good reset to be like, you know, you kind of start sliding away from the music and start sliding into TV being on in the background all yep, summer. Yep. So I always feel like VBS, like they've been unplugged for a while. They're all right. Like let's, when you're playing in your room, you don't need an iPad with a TV show playing right. in the background. Like just put, I know Natalie has like an old Sony dream machine Yeah. that, that has the CD Ooh. player in the top of it. Jeff doesn't even know what Jeff that is. Jeff got so confused. <laughs> he's like, you a said what? That, and he's like, uh, what? Now? I thought you were talking about like a Dreamcast, but... No, no. Dreamcast. Oh, the dream. Do you remember the Dreamcast? Yeah. All right, we're gonna get totally off. That's a video game, right? It was. Yeah, it was around for like six months. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, a Sony Dream Machine. It was like this great alarm clock, and you could set two alarms on it, so you could have like your A alarm and your B alarm, and you could that sound amazing. You could put your CD. You could put your CD in there, and you could set it to like wake you up on a specific song. So yeah. like, if you wanted song oh. four on the CD, it would wake you up to song four. Mm. It was, it's good. Anyway. It's a really good time if you were listening to music pretty loud in your room and then uh, like earlier in the day and then you forget to turn the volume down <laughs> uh, and yeah. you've said it, it wakes you up. It, it pretty, uh, it's, it's frightening. There's a moment of what in the world is going on in my room right now. And it's, it's, it's fine. Good. Anyway, it's Natalie has that in her room. So she'll like listen, you know, trying to like remember you can put the radio like we have Sound of Life programs on there. So yeah, you can turn on yeah. the radio or you can put the VBS CD in there. You can listen to music or you know, Mitch has like a little, you know, ten dollar mm-hmm. Bluetooth speaker that straps onto his bike, like reminding him that he can mm. like listen to music. So yeah, we did that for the kids real early, and that was all Kristen because like Hunter and Bryce, they have a CD player in their room, mm-hmm. and Kristen gave them Hunter the power early to like change whatever CDs he wants. So whenever he gets the VBS CD every year, oh, it's he like on rotation at in. your house. Yeah, and then like we have like sleepy time music that we play for them every night, but she gave him control and I'm like, he's going to scratch the CDs. Like they're not (laughs) expensive, but like, you know, obviously he needs to learn that. But so yeah, Kristen was, my wife was big, big on getting them music and like, like go in your room, listen to music. Go ahead. Right. And they do that. And then well, they and go nuts in there and like with the VBS music, but and, well, that's it. the thing. Like the, it, it brings back the good memories of being a VBS yeah. and the songs ordinarily have some really cool stuff in them. And that's really infor- reinforcing some of those lessons about who Jesus is, who God is, how God sees us, those kinds of things. And, and hearing these songs on repeat is, is part of, and we've talked about music a lot on this podcast is part of how we catechize. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, right. we you, were, that's how you teach them who God is. Right. So on our way to, to VBS on Friday, we were, uh, we were in the car and I'm doing this thing right now that, you know, it's just because of who I am. I'm just a, I'm a neurotic weirdo. Um, <laughs> I have all this music on one of those music apps and mm-hmm. it's just all, all kinds of it is saved. None of it's downloaded, but it's, it's available anytime you have data. Right. Right. And so I'm listening to all of my music right now in alphabetical order by song. So it's just I went to the top of all the songs. I hit play and it's just kind of slowly working through. And uh, this morning we're at all the power, all the poor and power, all the. Help me. All the all poor, the poor and, and powerless. powerless. Is that what it's called? Yeah. All the poor and powerless. Yeah, I got it right. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I love this song. It's one of my favorite worship songs. I can't even get the name right. Uh, absolutely love it. But here's the thing. 
it's alphabetical order, but I've got a bunch of different artists on there. So Digital Age did it, and Shane and Shane did a version. Oh, so you listened all to it 12 times in a row. <laughs> so we get to the third one, and it's all sons and daughters. And here's what I'm noticing is that uh, my oldest, who's never heard this song before, because we don't do it in any of our, in our, any of our locations, um, she's singing along by the third time. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it means something by the third time. And that kind of repetition is so good. Yeah. And uh, really encourage people. You can, how do they get the music for VBS? This the, year? Is there a CD that goes home with the kids? The, the CD is available for sale. I know okay. they had like a box it. of it when you were. I think she had extras, too, though, okay. because oh, yeah. there was a box of them looked like they were available for yeah. sale. You yeah. know, when you're registering your kid or signing them in every morning. So so if you. But you could probably download it, too. I mean, they have them on YouTube. Yeah, usually. probably. On, yeah, Absolutely. So, you know, if, if you want it, if you want an actual physical CD so you can throw it in the car or something, if your car still plays CDs, I know mine does, um, then, uh, you know, just reach out to us. I know VBS is, is over now, but we probably have a stack of CDs somewhere that we're willing to get rid of. Um, and they're not that expensive because it's a CD and CDs aren't that expensive. So um, yeah, just let know us know, you know, let us know if you need it and we'll uh, we'll figure out a way to get it to you. Uh, so oh, number three, I think you can find them on Apple Music. Too. Oh, on Apple Music You just as well? like search VBS. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that was uh, number three. What's number four for us today, Jeff? Jeff's not Jeff's. Wow. I pulled you both in to one Jeff's. Oh, I did them backwards. I've done them all out of order. That's okay. Just, We're fine. It's not an order uh, thing. It's I just know. ideas. Uh, I didn't talk about daily devotions yet, right? No, you didn't. So I've been trying to instill in my children like an afternoon quiet time, which obviously like every day they don't get it because every day's schedule is different. Sure. But like days where we're home all day, like it's just a good way to interrupt the day. They have their lunch. Like just go be in your room, turn out the lights and be quiet. Yeah. So, you know, like they'll have their window shade open a little bit. I bought them each like a little, I think Mitch's is a three minute boys devotional. Natalie's is a five minute girls devotional, but just something like grab your devotional, sit and, and, you know, just spend a little time with that and then do whatever you want. You can read another book, you can lay there quietly, but just like giving them a little bit of a study on your own, Mm -hmm. like make, this isn't something that like you only do when you're with me, but that this is something you can do on your own. I mean, obviously if you have questions, we can talk about it, Sure. but you know, taking a little bit of ownership of like digging deeper, studying something. And I think they, I mean, obviously they get given devotional books and stuff like that. So like Natalie's always pulling a different devotional book to, to, to look at or to go through or, you know, she'll read the topics and be like, oh, that's what I want to, you know, that one's good for me today. So I think just a little bit of a, don't be too crazy about it, but start taking ownership of your, of your diving deeper and, and, getting to know the Lord and, Absolutely. you know, spending time in, in what he says for you. Well, and, and VBS is a great launching pad for this because they've, every day of VBS, they've had a Bible story. They've been learning from the Bible. They've been right. doing memory verses, those kinds of things. Right. So, um, you know, what I really encourage you to do, they, they have had now a full week, Monday to Friday of a devotion, basically in the middle of VBS, mm-hmm. just continue that forward. Right. You know, you have language now to be able to say, hey, remember that Bible time that you were in VBS? You're going to do that on your own. I got you a little book to help you with that. Mm-hmm. And it was cool what they were doing here. I mean, I don't know if, if you were in Montgomery, uh, our office administrator, Renee, she was in a tree at one point. <laughs> like it was it was insane. She was Zacchaeus. She was in a tree. It's so cool. Um, like it's, it's a really cool visual way of doing it. But this is a little bit quieter way to say hey, the same stories, though. Right. Same book, same Bible. And, and here's here's a book to help you with that. I think that's a beautiful way to continue no matter how old. And you can go to a Christian book. You can go to a lot of different places and find uh, devotionals that are appropriate for your children's age. 
Right. right. So you don't have to get my utmost for his highest and be like, hey, kid, read this. <laughs> like that might be great for you in, in your 30s or 40s. It might not yeah. be great for your six year old. There are devotionals that are written for right. that age. And the and the, the like the three and five minute devotionals I mean, for my kids are perfect because the right. they're they're not. You don't look at them and like, oh, it's three whole pages I have to read, right. yeah, especially for Mitch. So for his, it's like literally it's like a little fat book. It's one page. It's got a Bible verse. It's got a little like life application paragraph and then a little prayer at the end. So it's it's kind of all done for you, but it's it's good to show that like I start with a Bible verse. I think about how that Bible verse, you know, like what that Bible verse is telling me for my life. Mm -hmm. And then like I pray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, first, reinforce the Bible points in everyday life stuff. Uh, second was? Summer camp. Third was? Uh, music. Fourth was? Daily devotions. And fifth? I don't know. I, you said you were going to have something. I do have something. I didn't know if you had a fifth oh, one. I, I mean, I did come one. up with like maybe send your kid to come or like just start thinking like, is is your kid in a place where they're starting to ask the questions and starting to take yeah. on faith that it's time for them to go through confirmation class? Okay. So, so mine was very similar to this. Okay. It wasn't confirmation, but the, the easiest follow-up in the world, bring them to Sunday school. Yeah. Bring your kid to Sunday school. Um, listen, if your kid is a junior helper or a crew leader or something like that, then we, we don't have Sunday school for junior high and high school. I don't think on, on Sunday mornings yeah. normally that's a, we have stuff for them on Wednesdays. You've got youth groups, stuff like that's mm -hmm. really cool. We have confirmation. Um, but for all the kids who went to VBS who are VBS age, um, we have Sunday school for you every Sunday. Right. And it's no, not, not everything is decorated. You don't got a big old spaceship up front, right? Like it's, it is a little different, right. but it's fun. It's mm -hmm. a lot of fun and, and the, the easiest. So number five here, the easiest way to keep your kids engaged after VBS, take your kids to Sunday school, have them here as on a regular basis, learning the stories, reinforcing what they've been learning, getting to know their teachers, getting to know other kids who are also in the faith and trying to follow after Jesus together. Yeah. Bring your kids to Sunday school, have them involved because it's really a, a powerful tool in the discipling of your children. Um, you know, the, the primary responsibility of discipling your children is on the parents. Right. Uh, but you're not alone in that. Your church is here to help you. And that's what Sunday school and VBS and all this is. This, is. this is a way for us to come alongside you and help you as you disciple your children. So have your kids in Sunday school. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's important. Um, your kids have been in Sunday school for a while. Like walk me through. Um, <laughs> they've been they've been coming to church coming since they were like since they were days old. Right, exactly. So um, yeah, I didn't do that whole like a lot. Of, uh, this is not shade on families who do this, but like there's a lot of families who are like yeah, we'll, we'll bring the baby out in like four months or something like that. And I'm like, great, yeah. The way, four days later, kid was in the pew. Like yeah. that's that's how it goes. Um, if they can sleep at home, they can sleep in church. Yeah. But, um, the these your kids as they've gone through Sunday school, like how has that helped them and, and helped you as you're trying to to raise them in the faith? I think just having that the discipline of this is what we do, especially at their age when like when they're young, they're not Christians. They are, you know, they're living a part of the church, but they're they don't have a faith that's theirs. They're learning. And so just having that discipline of like that this is something that's important. This is something we like we prioritize spending time with God, spending time with God's people, getting to know him. Like this is something that's important. And I think just that we don't just wake up, oh, I don't feel like I'm tired. Right. You know, we had a long weekend. That that's something that 
rarely, if ever, happens mm-hmm. in our family. It's just like it's Sunday, we're going to church because yeah. it's Sunday. That's yeah. what we do. So I, I think that that discipline has helped them a lot. Also, even more than the lessons and stuff, and like obviously they get things from Sunday school. And I know I know that they do because their teachers tell me that they talk, they're right. like, they ask really good questions or like, you know, they had really good insights. Do they talk about it at home? No, they do not. Do my kids bring home the papers and look at them? No, they do not. <laughs> do, do I try to talk to them about what was on the paper that I found on the floor in the car? Yes, I do. And do they talk to me about it? No, they do not. <laughs> Sometimes they do. But like, I, I think they're getting stuff. Yeah. But the relationships that they have with their teachers that they've had, you know, because like now, obviously, they've been through many variations of Sunday school through the different age groups and stuff. And they still have like such a special connection with each of their teachers. And they like light up when they see them, you know, in the rotunda and and say hi to them or when they ask, you know, the teachers ask how they're doing and stuff. So I I think just those having those relationships and connections with other kids in the class, but with the teachers has been even more meaningful and impactful even than the lessons but the lessons are there too yeah absolutely so um i hope that's been helpful yeah as people are like you got your kid they're home vbs is over what do i do with my kid how do i keep him going i want him to love jesus how do i keep that momentum going uh again real quick the five ways are jess let's go oh review your bible points in real life situations uh summer camp give music to listen to daily devotions, and send them to Sunday school. Awesome. That's your five. And this has been episode one of season 16. We did it. That's our party. That that little sound right there that Jess just made, that was the party. We have turned 16, and we'll see you again next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you like our show, please leave us a five-star rating, write a review, and be sure to tell your friends to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. Check out our episode notes for links to our church website and any resources shared on this episode. Editing and sound design by Jeff DiMatti. Marcos Ortega wrote this episode. Our executive producers are Mike Antonucci and Jeff DiMatti. Your co-hosts are Pastor Marcos Ortega and Jessica Kilduff. A special thanks to Goodwill Church for supporting this show so we may provide it to you, our listeners, for free. Let's talk again next week.